Rain meets the river, river meets the valley, valley meets the rain. Rain meets the river, river meets the valley, valley meets the rain. Rain meets the river, river meets the valley, valley meets the rain, live on in the valley. Hello, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Voices of AS. Uh, as many will know, this AS stands for ankylosing spondylitis. This is a disease I've had for, oh, 35 plus years. I'm 48, soon to be 49, and was diagnosed at uh, 14. So it's something I've dealt with for a long time, and doing this podcast has really been something in the back of my mind. I wasn't sure how I wanted to structure it, what I wanted to structure it, so... In this episode, I want to kind of lay down what I want to do with everybody or for everybody. And you may hear a little bit of wandering, so I apologize as I kind of collect my thoughts. I'm doing this really just off the top of my head, just talking to everybody. I want to be completely honest and and brutally honest for some people that are new to the disease. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of information floating around out there. And the one thing about ankylosing spondylitis is nobody reacts the same way to the disease so what bothers me might not bother you so I see people make comments in some of the Facebook threads that says do this and you'll feel great well you know that's great that it worked for you but it might not work for everybody else so I I always want to temper or temper this stuff to say that what I'm doing here is what works for me now I'm going to in the future interview other AS patient you know people that have ankylosing spondylitis. And we're going to hear what they do and what works for them. Again, we're not doctors. Seek out, you know, the best rheumatologist you can, the best medical doctor you can, and you have them diagnose what works best for you. It could be biologics. It could be aspirin. It could be something as complete as a hip replacement. It's what is your journey with AS. Uh, our journeys are just to try and provide some uh, connectivity, some, you know, idea that there's others out there that are, are dealing with this. And as a community, we should step up and be there to support each other. When I was diagnosed at 14, there was no other person that I knew that had ankylosing spondylitis. There was no Internet. I couldn't just go on and Google it and and figure out, oh, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what uh, I could expect. Had no idea. The doctor put me on some meds. Away I went to live my life, uh, going down to yearly to check in with my rheumatologist. And unfortunately, my version of AS was one that progressed very, very quickly through my teens and 20s. So miserable times for me. And by the time I was 31, I'd been through four hip replacements. Many of you are coming into this in the 30s, in the 40s, and you're starting the process where there's fusing going on that I already had happen. So we all sit in different spots, but that doesn't mean we can't support each other and be there. So, you know, maybe I sit there and go, well, what is AS? What is ankylosing spondylitis? So I pulled up the Spondylitis Association of America, and I just want to kind of go through their, their definition of what ankylosing spondylitis is or the overview of it. As many know, ankylosing spondylitis 
or AS, is a form of arthritis that primarily affects the spine, although other joints can become involved. It causes inflammation of the spinal joints that can lead to severe chronic pain and discomfort. In more advanced cases, this inflammation can lead to ankylosis, which is new bone formation in the spine, causing sections of the spine to fuse in a fixed immobile position. AS can also cause inflammation, pain, and stiffness in other areas of the body, such as the shoulders, hips, ribs, heels, small joints of the hands and feet. Sometimes the eyes can become involved. This is known as iritis or uvitis, and rarely the lungs and heart can be affected. The hallmark feature of ankylosing spondylitis is the involvement of the sacroiliac joints during the progression of the disease. The SI joints are located at the base of the spine where the spine joins the pelvis. So that sounds fun, doesn't it? As I've always said, ankylosing spondylitis is the gift that keeps on giving. Once I was diagnosed, mine progressed very quickly through my SI joints and my hips. My back didn't fuse until my later 20s, but my hips were brutalized at a young age so that I had my first hip replacement when I was 21 years old. That was my left hip. I've gone on to have two more replacements done on the left. The right hip was done when I was 23. You know, it, it was a great process. It took away all the, most of the pain. Unfortunately, also in my 20s, I was in an unhappy marriage, and I didn't seek out the medical treatment I should have seeked out. I just kind of chugged through it and took aspirin and, and you know, maybe had a beer here and there to try and dull the pain. Very, very wrong way to deal with it. So fast forward to about, oh, 1996 or so, I moved to Phoenix, Arizona from Michigan. Met my first person besides myself that had AS. His name was Jack Sugar, and he was a jeweler in Scottsdale, Arizona. He was in his 80s, and like me, he had developed AS when he was quite young and had worked with this disease for 65, 70-plus years. Amazing guy to talk to. Uh, it was the first time I could talk to somebody and say, I had this pain, and they knew what I was talking about. It wasn't, a, it wasn't an issue of being told, oh, you're lazy. You just don't want to do something. You know, you look fine. What, you know, what are you talking about that you hurt? And that's, I think, something that we all deal with is we're told, hey, you look fine. What are you talking about? But nobody can understand that grinding deep down, immobilizing pain when you have this bone, almost on bone type moving and the fusion. And it's just, it's a pain that's beyond description. Uh, Really only another person with AS can understand it. No different than how a man really can't understand what childbirth is like. Uh, Two women though talking about it can completely, if they've had kids, identify with the others. So anyway, that's what AS is. It's kind of my case. Fast forward to being, uh, you know, 48 years old with the disease now. I walk with a cane due to, uh, due to a complication from my last hip replacement, which caused neuropathy in my left leg. So I now have a drop foot. Uh, as I said, it's the gift that keeps on giving. And I don't say this stuff for sympathy for me. I just say that that these are the symptoms that I've encountered, and I want to be, like I said, just honest and upfront. And when we bring others on, we'll find out what's affected them and and what they're how they're dealing with it. I should say. So now that I've walked with a cane, 
I've developed some other minor items, but, uh, you know, sleep apnea, high blood pressure. Uh, most of that is due, unfortunately, to a sedentary lifestyle because I'm on a cane. It's not like I'm going to go run a marathon or, or do anything overtly or, I should say, you know, really out there for exercise. I've tried different things, but due to the fusion in my back and the, the fake hips, many types of cardio exercise just don't work. So I'm hoping this summer uh, when I have access to Lake Huron again, I'd like to try kayaking. I've looked at a couple of kayaks that sit up high and hoping that that alleviates some of that back stress that allows me to get a good cardio workout in. So, But that's for a whole other episode. Uh, we'll tackle that at a later time. With this podcast, what I'm hoping to do is uh, be a resource for people, not the resource, just a resource for you guys to listen to, to understand that there's somebody that knows what you're going through. And then I want to discuss topics related to diet. I know that's a big thing and creates a lot of controversy, but let's bring on some folks that are professional, or I'll bring on some folks that are professional nutritionists, and we'll talk about diet and what things might affect you better than others and then you can take that information to talk to your doctor uh, as to whether you should implement it or not let's talk about uh, the thing that affects me and and many others is dating with as Uh, how do you explain it to somebody how you know let's get a counselor in here to talk about it if you're married i'm gonna try to have counselors on that talk about things of working out issues with partners because you know, as you start to fuse different things, whether it be sexual positions or household chores, just may not be doable or, or take you much longer to do something versus what your spouse can do it at and how they hopefully cannot get aggravated with the, the slower pace that you might move at. Uh, and so there, there's all sorts of different areas I want to go. I want to interview other AS folks. The, the title of this Voices of AS came from Cookie. If anybody is not on Faces of AS on Facebook, I encourage you to look it up. Cookie has done an amazing thing, and she started off wanting to log, I think, a 1,000 people with AS. And gosh, I can't even tell you how many she's got in there now, but there's been some really, really good people over the years since Cookie's been doing this that we've lost um, that have passed away and... I can say it was great to read some of their stuff. I didn't know them as well as some of the others did, but it was great to read their stuff and and see their perspective. Um, I've gotten to meet some folks that have AS, and that has been just an absolute treat for me to get more familiar with people in a setting other than just a computer like this. So if you have support groups in your area or you have somebody that lives relatively close, contact them get together and have lunch get together at each other's house if you can't afford to go out and do lunch and just have that connection with somebody else even if it's just picking up a phone Um, another thing i'd like to do on this is ankylosing spondylitis can in some cases lead to uh, your desire to or your need to put in for disability maybe we can get some folks on to talk about the disability process I, for one, am disabled. Uh, It took place this year, 2018, 
and I did the whole Social Security process myself, SSDI, and was approved on the first go-around. But that doesn't mean you will be. You've got to have a lot of information there. So maybe we'll have some folks on to talk about that and what you can expect and how it works. And really, that's the, the rest of this show, I want your guys' help to put it together. How do we put it together? What information do you want to hear about? Who should I contact? I'd like to have somebody from the Spondylitis Association of America on to talk about AS, juvenile spondyl arthritis, you know, all of the different items, uh, you know, again, different people that are dealing with it, whether they would be in Canada, whether you be in England, whether you be in Australia, you know, Germany, wherever. If we can get you on the podcast, I want to interview you and talk with your you about your progress through this disease. So thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Uh, the time that you took to listen to this. I know it's short. It's not going to be anything intrusive and very long, uh, at least this episode. So if you like that song at the beginning as well, that is a band from back in the late 80s called The Toll. And I thank them for allowing me to uh, use their music so that I can, uh, that song's called Living in the Valley of Pain. So anyway, I, I really thank you guys for your time. Look forward to this in the future. And watch for the future episodes coming out. Thanks and have a great day.